Hello everyone. Today let's go over an interesting article that came across my desk. Now you may have seen this article before, there's an archive link in the description, but the title of this article is Neo-Paganism in the Public Square and its Relevance to Judaism by Dr. Manfred Gertenfeld, April 1st, 1999, and it's filed under World Jewry. So what is the site that it's hosted on? This is the Jerusalem Center for Public Affairs. So let's read a little bit about this uh, producer here. The Jerusalem Center for Public Affairs is a leading independent research institute specializing in public diplomacy and foreign policy. Founded in 1976, the center has produced hundreds of studies and initiatives by leading experts on a wide range of strategic topics. Dr. Dor Gold, Israel's former ambassador to the UN, has headed the Jerusalem Center since 2000. This obviously gives some credence to the words that are being written in the following article. So, some Israeli research institute is talking about neo-paganism, but I wonder why, and we'll go over some interesting lines in the article, but first let's read sort of the introduction. In today's fragmented society, a large number of religious and secular neo-pagan expressions have emerged and are gathering strength. An increased interest in nature is a central element in many of its manifestations. Expressions of this attitude are found among neo-pagan believers, neo-Nazis, and some extreme environmentalist currents. The ancient revulsion with regard to paganism felt by adherents of Judaism links up with the need to take stock of these contemporary phenomena. Hmm. The return of paganism forces Judaism to focus on Jewish law and tradition, which proclaim that God is central in the world, nature is not sacred, and its laws represent barbarity. The Noahide laws represent civil society. There are many reasons for Jewish observers to watch attentively which direction the powerful, renewed interest in nature will take and what consequences this may have for world Jewry. Hmm, really makes you think. So it would appear that reverence for nature is being seen as a direct threat to Jewish hegemony when it comes to law and spirituality, and that their laws should supersede the natural laws that many Gentiles adhere to. Now what this person is advocating for is that the Noahide laws are the correct alternative for the Gentiles to follow. And let's go over some quotes from the article that really make you think. Let's call these some non-kosher food for thought. Few people realize, and contemporary German Greens prefer not to be reminded of it, that the first major nature protection laws were issued, of all places, in Nazi Germany. Hmm. So soon after Nazism, which proclaimed the same, one has again forgotten what dangers the elevation of nature as a norm brings with it for the handicapped, the sexual outsiders, the elderly, and interracial societies. Hmm. Halakha is the antithesis of the laws of nature. The latter are cruel. There is no charity in nature. There is no mercy. There is no safety net in nature for marginal beings. There is no equality in nature or anything resembling democracy. Nature should be feared. Ah, here now we see the real issue with this reverence for nature. There is no safety net in nature for the crippled or the degenerate, which is exactly what I've been talking about for a long time. If we wish to follow the natural laws of the world, there cannot be a safety net for these types of people. And this, of course, is a direct threat to the type of world that Jews and the world Jewry would like us to live in. The next line goes on to say, Furthermore, I postulate that no nation in the 20th century has lived as much in harmony with nature as Hitler's Germany. And it's almost as if they're equating living in harmony with nature, which is exactly how we should be living, with something in their mind as bad as Hitler's Germany. It's a fear 
that they are trying to instill in the Gentiles that have already been corrupted by this idea that the Third Reich was the worst thing that has ever happened in the history of everything. Oi vey, Goim, don't feel a connection with nature. That's what Hitler did. Oh, it's so bad. Oi gewalt. So on and so forth. I mean, we've, we've heard this all the time. You know, Hitler did it, therefore it's bad. The next quote goes on to say, Anybody who places nature as the central value in society must be suspect in the eyes of Jews. One should not lump together neo-Nazis, neo-pagans, and an extreme environmentalist. Yet all should be watched carefully by Jews, even if the degree to, of worry they cause greatly differs. This comes straight from the mouth of international Jewry. Anybody who places nature as the central value in society must be suspect in the eyes of Jews. It does not get much more clear than that. And of course, the reasoning that this person gives is that the Jewish law puts God first before nature. And I greatly disagree. Nature is the thing that has created and sustained us. It is everything around us. It is within ourselves. We are a part of the natural world. And if living in harmony with nature is in opposition to world Jewry, then I guess I know where I now stand. And maybe now you know where you stand. The next quote goes on to say, So what does the return of paganism mean for Judaism? It forces us to focus on the importance of Jewish law and tradition, which proclaims that nature is not the dominant force in the world, nor is it sacred. Nature's laws represent the world of the savage and barbarian. The Noahide laws represent civil society. So this is a relatively small or very small population of people attempting to pass their religious and legal traditions onto the rest of the world. And you can see how dangerous this has become. We rule ourselves with our own rules and traditions, not foreigners. But the next line is particularly interesting, so let's go through that now. The Jewish agenda is a very long one. Hmm. Many things assimilated Jews consider important should be pushed down to the Jewish agenda. The new outside reality should help us understand that propagating the Noahide commandments to humanity should have had a higher place on this agenda a long time ago. Hmm really makes you think. It's almost as if this group of people has a vested interest in spreading their legal and spiritual systems as far and wide as possible. Whether or not you believe that there is a concerted effort to spread an agenda, at least you can now be certain that from the mouths of the peoples themselves, they say there is a Jewish agenda, and he outlines exactly what this entails. The spreading of their legal and spiritual tradition to every corner of the earth, to spread their degeneracy and their love for democracy and the crippled and the weak to everywhere in the world. Now, if you've been paying attention to the history of the Western world for the past 60-some-odd years, 70-some-odd years, you'll understand that we've had nothing but a love for the weak and the crippled and the degenerate. This love for democracy and liberal values has led us to the situation that we're in today. And finally, the last quote, and this one is also very interesting. Nothing good for the Jews, nor for society at large, can come out of a worldwide strengthening of paganism. With that being said, perhaps it's time for everyone to reconvene and strengthen their relationship with the natural world, because apparently it's a threat to international or worldwide Jewry. The revival of ancient religions of paganism as it is now known strikes fear into the hearts of the enemies. Just something to think about for a little while. Thanks for listening.